0: Welcome to the League of Kings podcast. Meet your hosts, Willie, J-Dot, Big Brother, and Joe. Join these four distinct voices in insightful discussions about society and culture. Get ready for captivating content, camaraderie, and guaranteed laughter. Sit back, enjoy the show, and remember to like, share, and subscribe for an exciting journey ahead.
1: the League of Kings podcast I am one of your hosts Willie the Habitual Line Stepper and as usual I am joined by an epic group of brothers resident big brother how you doing King
2: hey I'm doing good how's everyone how are you Will
1: I'm I'm here I'm well (laughs) Joe how you doing King what's up guys doing
0: good good to be here felt like it was more than a couple of weeks since we did this last
1: it was weird Mhm. felt
0: longer
1: yeah it did but
0: uh everything good ready to go man
1: cool jay dot how you doing king
3: man i'm uh i'm hanging in there it's wild times man crazy times out here but glad to be back
1: what's, what's up man? What's, what's up how is you know what how's everyone's mental health Go ahead, brother.
2: Um, It's good. It was a rough week. You know, had a lot of unexpected things come my way. But,
4: whew,
2: Thursday was tough. <laughs> Thursday was one of those. Tough. I hear you. <laughs> no, it was Wednesday. I had to just go home and recoup everything and just, yeah. But thankfully, by the grace of God, everything is smoothing out. So, thanks for asking.
3: Okay. Jay Dot? I'm just going to say this, uh, fuck Amazon Mm. for life, Mm. just for life. Worst experience I've had dealing with anybody who I was trying to give money to. Fuck them. That's all I got to say.
1: It's funny, I seen a video today where his old lady was calling it uh Amazing. I saw
3: that. You one. see that? I saw that? She was spelling it too. M A M A Z O N. Amazing.
1: Amazing. <laughs> Joe, how's your bit of hell, brother?
0: It's good, man. I'm good. Um, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna piggyback on uh J Dot because it seems to be it's Amazon's thing. Mm. Um I was expecting something on Friday, ordered it ahead of time, called it. Now I'm saying it's another week just like, man, like, you know what I mean? It's just, if it says on there, like we said before, if it says on there, the date, is going to be here. I expect it to be here since, you know, we pay for prime. Right. Mm -hmm. But uh, yeah, I kind of screwed my whole order over. So I had to go purchase it locally, which cost me a hundred more dollars, but I didn't want to wait till next week. You know what I mean? Through the holidays. So I was trying to get done before the holidays. So other than that, you know, mental health is as good as it can be. You know what I mean? And, uh, we got uh, a family member that's a little sick right now, but, you know, I can only, you know, I can't control anything, so I just control what I can, so other you, know, than that, I'm good. You look a little, um, you look a little fatigued there, brother. Oh, I was, I was doing all kinds of stuff and mopping and cleaning and doing all kinds of crazy stuff. And uh, rearranging, to, uh, I was doing all kinds of stuff in the laundry room and all that, you know, just in case my mother-in-law gets better and gets to, you know, maybe we have to take care of her again. So I'm just, I was running around and I had to take a shower and I was in the shower when I, when I'm like, hey, I'll be right. I'll be 10 minutes late. So
1: <laughs> do, do, do me a favor and don't, don't group chat us from the shower. <laughs> <laughs> As, you know, it's funny y'all talking about Amazon. Cause I was, I was getting some stuff for the the room i'm trying to get the room together for my um put a podcast and my gaming room and stuff and i put an order in and it was like your order be there between 4 a.m and 8 a.m and i was like what no shit i'm standing outside letting the truck warm up 4 15 unmarked vehicle pulls up i'm like well, who the hell is this this is the amazon guy at 4 15 a.m I've never got a package at $4.15 A.M. from Amazon. <laughs> yeah, it's it's cool
3: sometimes that they can get stuff to you that quickly. But yeah, these these unmarked, just anybody's delivering your package. Yeah. And uh my issue with stuff being stolen uh this week. Mm. Stuff that my mom sent me. You whoever did it, I want you to understand you stole something that my mother sent to me. Like you the word it's a special place in hell for people like you. I just want you to understand that. Because, oh, most definitely.
1: Most definitely oh and and i had a sign for it i've never signed for an amazon package
0: yeah i've never done
1: that yeah i wish maybe they
0: would because have there, maybe because they're like contractors it was know, like they're not actually amazon yeah okay yeah probably like proof
1: you know mm-hmm. but um, well usually they, they take the picture but i guess since i was there in person he just had me sign for it so
4: hmm.
1: all right well y'all ready to go and get this on the road let's
3: go let's go
1: let's go Big Brother, do you feel like our society is entitled?
2: I don't even think this is a me first question. You should have started with language. <laughs>
3: ah, nah, you, well, well, you oh, got to okay. know
2: who to start with on certain <laughs> questions. This You need to just throw this to... J-Dot, J-Dot, so we can set the fire no, and me. then I put I, I it out at the
3: end. We're not going to have you say something crazy and then you get to clean it up. It's, it's <laughs> my turn. <laughs> Will.
2: Exactly. It's my turn. The, the I, offbeat I subject, you then. throw him the joke. So the joke is the, set the fire. Okay, I and then you. it comes back to me.
1: Okay. No, uh, okay.
2: <laughs> Alright, but yes, we are deeply entitled. We are a deeply entitled society. You know, we think, you know, I should say recently, like the last couple of decades, you know, we've become so entitled, you know, before it was certain groups that were just entitled, but overall, you know, society has become entitled, you know, think they, you know, not everyone, but certain little groups and stuff like that feel as though like, it should just be given to me, I shouldn't have to work for it, I shouldn't have to work to maintain, you know, everything that people that came before us built. Like, I do think we've gotten to the point where entitlement slash, you know, lazy with keeping our country running away or making our country get better. Yeah, I do think we've gotten to the point that we've gotten entitled.
1: Okay. Okay. Joe, what you think, brother?
0: Yeah, I think uh I think what it is is, you know, it there was times of struggle and then uh everything just became a lot easier with time and uh technology that uh now these days it's just easier for everybody. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So they feel that every people feel that it should be easy, but all the hard work was already put before, you know, for them to have it easier. You know, all the people, all the hard work, the technology, everything. So yeah, I mean, you know, you have these people now that think that, you know, they're entitled to stuff and they don't have to work hard. You know what I mean? But uh I think it's kind of like a cycle. It eventually is gonna go back around again. You know what I mean? And um I feel like that's that's how that's how human life is, you know, it's all in big cycles of life. And it's going to go back to where you're going to lose all your shit and you're going to have to work hard for it again. You know what I mean? And those people are going to learn the value of hard work or
1: respect and, you know, any of that that comes with that. Hmm. Jay, dot you, you are now, you now have the floor to have the floor. To, to to burn it oh, up.
3: Oh, man. Let me think of something profound to say. No, uh, uh, I mean, yeah, we, we, there is a certain level of entitlement. I think I see it a little bit differently. Like, you know, with the technology, we just spent a few minutes like complaining about Amazon and the fact that we can get stuff in two days, next day, same day is amazing. And now we're like, well, you said it was going to be here the same day or you said it was going to be here on this day and it ain't here, you know, what's the problem? But I think that's justifiable. The place where the entitlement shows up for me that bothers me is, um, I think we have, we have gotten to this place where we believe that, Freedom means lack of consequences. Like people want to be able to be and say whatever they want to do in these public spaces, social media, on TV, or whatever. And then you cannot have an opinion that's negative in their in their eyes. Even if you say something that you don't think is negative, if they took it the wrong way, it's now you that should never say anything like that ever again. And I think like that's We, all of this anti-shaming stuff, like, you know, everything is shaming. You fat shaming, you whatever shame, you shaming everybody. Like shame is a, is a positive thing. We need more shame. We need people to be back to being ashamed of stuff. And just to know that if you do it and you do it in public where I can see it, I might not like it. And I have the same right that you have to have done whatever you did to comment on it. Mm -hmm. That's where we are, you know? And, uh, so yeah that to me that that entitlement to be able to do whatever I want to do and and all and you have to celebrate it and praise it and be happy about it or you have to shut up like that's the entitlement that I see that
1: that really bothers me yeah I agree with I agree with everything y'all say I I it, I guess it was kind of funny we segue into it from the Amazon <laughs> we talked about it. it was supposed to be here <laughs> why aren't you why you you know but I You know, I guess it's like I was, you know, we've been kind of talking about like how high like groceries is, like the cost of living. So like we expect to live a certain way based off, you know, what we make. And we we don't, you know, no matter how much overtime you work, whatever you try to save up, it's just like nothing, nothing's working out. But you, but in your mind. This is not how it's supposed to be. I'm supposed to be able to do whatever I want to (laughs) do. You know what I mean? I'm supposed to be able to go wherever I want to go, say what I want to say, but I can't. Or if I do, someone calls it out. It's like, no, you can't do that. So. (sighs) Joe. Joe. How often do you take a mental health break?
0: Uh, once in a while. I mean, I check in with myself. You know what I mean, um, I just kind of, I stop doing hard things and just kind of chill. And uh, the way I do things is I try to learn something new. So I, you know, I do it maybe once a month and I jump on the guitar and I try to learn the guitar or, um do different little projects that i makes me you know helps me out but that's you know once once a month is what i do i mean i i'm pretty uh i'm pretty good mentally you know what i mean like i'm pretty strong mentally it's uh from stress and all that i just have the understanding that you know it's life you know what i mean i just gotta keep going and uh i take what it gives me you know what i mean and uh but yeah i mean when i need a break once a month or you know yeah sometimes a weekend you know what i mean when i'm home and get to relax read a book play an instrument or try to learn to play an instrument Mm -hmm. uh play some games and and that's the way i I get back to the world i recharge and i'm ready to roll
1: i'm going to rephrase this question a little bit jay that what is your what is your ideal of taking a mental break my
3: ideal is it's not realistic, but, you know, I'm always looking forward to a weekend where I have nothing to do. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's strange because usually when I have nothing I have to do, those are the times where I'm the most productive. It's when I have things that I have to do that I have to get done. I am the most tired right before I'm supposed to do something. Like right before it, it, it's time to record this show, I am exhausted. Yeah, I've never been so tired in my life. <laughs> You give me a weekend where there's nothing on the docket like nothing on my calendar or oh, I'm everywhere doing everything mm-hmm. getting all of it done um so yeah I just I look for like for me it'd be you know those weekends where I have nothing planned where uh where everything I do is something I choose to do that I want to do and uh, they come few and far between but those are those are really my mental health breaks like just just time to whatever that I get to devote to whatever I want to and not have to life is so much Life is so demand. Adulting sucks, man. Mm-hmm. It's please Like, enjoy. Stop trying to be adults too fast. You only get, like, 18 years of that. Enjoy every last second of it because you're going to be an adult for a long time, and this shit sucks.
1: So, you know, with all like, the with all the shows and podcasting that you do, how often, and then you know you got to manage being a father. Then you got to manage being a black man because being a black man alone is a, it's a 24-hour job. Fact. So, how often are you do are you able to take a mental break, mental health break?
3: I mean, it, I I don't know.
1: It may be once a month. Once I at
3: least for me, it's some it's sometimes comforting if I can see it on the horizon, even if I know it's a month out mm-hmm. before I have the time um, to myself. If I know it's it's out there, I can just you know push through until I get there. It's those times where I just don't see when a break is coming, like that's when, you know, things get really tough and really hard. But uh, I try to make that time for myself. Um, I think I may have overcommitted a little bit with all the shows and things that I'm doing <laughs> right now. Uh, so I've had to turn down some stuff that's come, come up recently. Like, I mean, I, I wanna do it, I don't wanna say no, but I also don't wanna say yes and then have to flake out on you. Mm-hmm. Cause I'm just, I just can't. Uh, but yeah, as, as long as I know, I think I, my birthday's around the corner, so maybe I'll get a day or two then, you know, um, got some things happening in January that I'm looking forward to. So as long as I have something on the horizon somewhere that I know there's a time coming where I'm gonna get to chill, you know, I can usually push through. It's just when those times come where it don't look like it's gonna be a long cold winter before I get a chance to just enjoy myself. <laughs> like that's that's a tough time.
1: Yeah. Joe, I'm gonna take it back I'm gonna bring it back to you. What what is your idea of taking a mental health break? I mean, I know you say play the guitar and crafting but what, what what would be your ideal um
0: oh to uh, go camping with my family that would be my ideal mental uh break mm-hmm. um taking them out grabbing the trailer going up north and uh spending a few nights out there and uh just you know grilling drinking beer playing games mountain biking, you know, all that comes with, 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 uh, with, uh, camping that that's what I would do. Okay.
1: Big brother, what would be your ideal mental health break?
2: Um, it varies because I, I just try to make sure that I take some type of mental health break every day. Like, even if it's just like an hour or two, just for my own productivity and just for the keeping of myself. But when it's one of those times when I find an opportunity, when I have a good space of time to do a mental health break, if I don't feel like traveling, I usually just like to hunker down and, you know, just kind of just sit in some silence, you know, just to, I call it decompressing myself. And I verbally say to myself, I'm turning my mind off. And, you know, if I, I if I have, like, a day or two where I can just go without thinking and speaking, even though we all have podcasts and stuff like that, like, for me, I can go a day or two, like, not even talking. Mm-hmm. So just to truly hear everything that's going on inside of me. So, yeah, just getting anywhere that's – and if for people who don't know, I'm just a – I'm a minimalist. So just getting into a room that's just very clean, very simple – and just sitting in silence just so I can just decompress and I can just hear myself clearly.
1: Okay. So and so I'm guessing. You already answered the, the other part of that is you, you do it every day. That's how yeah, often you take I think a it's a break.
2: Even if it's just for like an hour, like find that little piece of time that you can just click it on and just have it for yourself. You know, just to so you're not at least for me. So I'm not always looking at a long road before I can get like some type of mental break. But I do understand some people's lives don't allow them to, uh, you know, allows them for only to look to like the far away one. But other than that, a, a other activity is just swimming. You know, getting in the pool and
1: swimming some laps. Swimming, huh? We, yeah, we, we, we back and, we we back
2: to that swimming. I mean. I can swim underwater and on top of the water. I mean, I know you can swim under it, but
1: <laughs> no. If I'm under it, I'm not <laughs> swimming. <laughs> <laughs> it's already going horribly wrong. At yeah, that point. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If I'm underwater, water, something, something did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Well, at uh, least it's two and two, so Joe can jump in and get one, and I can jump in and go get the other one. Oh
1: yeah. Lord, <laughs> you
2: got worried about? Me. Yeah, I, yeah. I'll be to... I'm like, no, don't touch him, Joe. He don't like to be touched. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let him go. <laughs> <laughs> <Just> let him... <laughs> Jay Dodd be let me go. I don't want you to touch. Him. I'm a wear. I, like be... <laughs> do so yeah. <laughs> I don't like to be not resuscitate. Yeah. I don't like to be hurt.
1: Hey, so let, so let me ask y'all. How do you? How do y'all know that it's time for a, a, a mental health break?
2: I get overly sensitive. Just like I get overly
1: having a conversation like with get, somebody, and you just like what? And I, get, <laughs> my
2: sensitivity doesn't come out in rage. Okay,
1: <laughs> I got
3: you. I got you. When he looked down get, he, on his third pack of gummy bears.
2: It might be time.
1: Oh no, that's that that's that's type two diabetes. That's that's not that's not mythical. <laughs> no,
2: I just I just get overly sensitive and you know and I, I get agitated. Like me agitated is just not a good picture. That's how I know it's kinda like, all right, let's pull this together. And when you notice a lot that you want to accomplish and a lot that you're responsible for, you you owe it to yourself to to get it together.
1: So yeah. What about you, Joe?
0: Um sorry, I was uh I dosed off a little bit because uh I was actually, <laughs> yeah, actually looking for a mental health break right yeah, there right the there. I was uh I was looking at the at the log mm-hmm. at the you know what we're gonna talk about, and I'm like I was listening to the stuff, and I was like, "Damn, that's just putting me to sleep. It's good." <laughs> Damn, but brother, would do that. To you. But but I was like, "Damn." But anyways, that's where later on a little bit. But I was just I was just getting getting ahead of the you know. Anyways, um, what were you saying? I'm sorry. Did you have you a glass did... of wine? <laughs> <No,
2: laughs> both your hand. go like this. I want to see both your hands at the same time. <laughs> Nothing. Nothing.
3: Yeah, you a field sobriety test. <laughs>
0: it was it was very relaxing, man. It was I was like I was like, man, this some good stuff. <laughs> I was like shit. The the que- um,
1: the question was is how 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 do you know?
0: Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Um yeah, I get irritated a little bit. I mean, it takes a lot for me to get irritated. Mm-hmm. Like it takes a lot for me to to lose my cool. Like I have a lot of I don't know mental fortitude to deal with people, I guess. I don't know. And children, you know. Um I don't know. I mean, you know, when you have kids running around here, man. You know what I mean? It's it's tough, but it takes me a while. But yeah, I mean, usually get a little bit aggravated, you know, and just a little bit, you know, I kind of want to just be like, I want to get out of here. I want to go somewhere. And that's when I know when it's like, all right, it's time to think of something and you know go go somewhere or go relax go you know get up early in the morning have some coffee outside I mean just for a little bit you know what I mean that's mm-hmm. but yeah irritation is for me right when when I can't deal with you anymore that means that I'm there
2: when I can't deal with you do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah
1: I know I know it's like sometimes for me it's, it's it could just be my uh choice of music if you hear me come around the corner with some Kevin Gates or some Pastor Troy, it, it's I'm gonna need I'm gonna need fifty feet all day. Okay. Don't yeah, because I'm, I'm I'm feeling some kind of way and I'm aggravated. It, there's nothing worse than waking up aggravated. Wow, you you yeah, uh, that's what I'm saying. How how do you wake up aggravated? Like ugh. Uh, <sighs> This every everything everything pisses you off everything, from the moment you wake but up that that's yeah what what's up?
2: No, not to extend this part of the conversation too long, but no, I understand what you're saying. But then it reminded me how I had I continuously work and I, how I had to work to because your bed is like your solitude. Mm-hmm. So I don't do anything business-wise in the bed and everything like that. Or, you know, like if something business-wise come across the phone, I make sure I'm not in my bed to get it. But I understand what you're saying when you just wake up. But what of uh, lately, what I started doing was to make sure I don't get out of bed until I feel a sense of peace. I make myself go to that place of peace and gratitude before I get out of my bed, just to make sure that Cause that's not the way I want to start my day, but it does take an actual effort. But I do understand what you said. Sometimes, yeah.
1: you know, I mean, yeah, I mean, it, it could just be because you, it's just so it's built up. You know, I'm not. Oh des- yeah, yeah, yeah. You no, know, you're not necessarily taking your work to sleep with you or bringing it home. It's just gonna be a, you know, I gotta get it. you wake up. you're Like, do I gotta go back in this funky ass bitch with these funky motherfuckers? <laughs> Deal with these funky dumb mother- You know, and. I- I know, like her lately. That's how I know it's been time for me to like take a mental break. Because, like, I I don't, yeah, yeah. you know, that's how I know. So when I do, I put in my I put in some vacation time. You know, I don't I don't I don't do the call in. I put time in to let you know, hey, I'm gonna be gone. Do not call. Do not text. Do not email me. You know, and then same thing with family. You know it may be 2 or 3 2 or 3 days before i call my mama <laughs> which is unlike me you know what i'm saying but i need that time to get myself together to recharge yeah. uh jay dot you know I, I was thinking about you yesterday cuz i was in the um, health food store and i seen the beads i know you big on beads but no nah, but seriously i end up buying me some serenity stones so I got like a, I got a balance stone. So whenever I'm feeling off, I feel like I, you know, I just got these yesterday. So I haven't really tried them out yet. So- Did you see
2: I, how aggressive he grabbed Yeah, like yeah, so-, so the so, <laughs> week.
1: So yeah, so when, I, when I'm feeling a little off balance, I, I'ma grab the balance stone. And then I got like a karma stone. So whenever somebody do something bad to me, like bitch, karma. I'm going a, I'm to a throw this karma stone at you and hope that whatever you feeling towards for some me. some reason,
2: you're holding on to rock. not seem like a good idea. And, and, well, karma doesn't work that way. You don't throw the karma stone. You're supposed to wait for karma to go catch up with the person. He's like, I'm going a, I'm to a I'm help gonna, karma
1: out. I'm going to throw the stone. That's not... That's not... Uh, I, need, I need to take these back. And then I got a... Uh, <laughs> I got a I gratitude stone. To to now help he through people too. <laughs> to Thank you, I was I was telling Fee last night in the episode. Thank you for
2: this stone. I didn't see a <laughs> fuck you
1: stone. And, and I, so, but yeah, so I'm trying. I'm trying to do little things to to help keep myself centered. You know what I mean. So, but Jay Dot, what about you, brother? Uh, I think for
3: me, and because I, I I just had this this week. I was talking to my mom, dealing with this whole Amazon situation. And uh, whenever I, I find myself in a place where I'm placing my happiness in something external. So I think I was saying to her like, man, I just need something good to happen.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: And I realized in that moment, like if I'm waiting for something to happen in order to make me feel better, that I'm 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 basically putting, giving myself to the whims of the universe. Like I can't control that, it's outside of my control. So that's when I know I need to get back to me and be centered within myself find something to be grateful for so i find something you know to be content about Um, because anytime i'm placing my happiness in something external that's a dangerous place to be and so when i notice myself being in those spots is when i need to i need to take a break you know figure out how to just be happy being me without any of these things i'm waiting for to happen to happen and uh, and then i'll be in a better place
1: (laughs) before we move on another thing i was thinking as we were talking I'm on my Thanos. So once I collect all the stones, it's over, bitch. <laughs> over. I'm, I'm snapping three times and it's over. <laughs>
2: Wait, one for each one of us. <laughs> He's
3: going to be on the show mid-sentence. Uh,
4: just it out.
1: All right. So moving on. So new music drop this week. J-Dot. You want to call it? Yeah,
3: I'm just, I'm playing. I'm playing. Uh, Yeah, you know. Been waiting for this for a long time like when was uh three stacks gonna come back mm-hmm. and um i saw the i fell into the trap i saw the announcement mm-hmm. on facebook 3000 Andre, 3000 was dropping the album on friday before i even clicked on anything i immediately shared it, it was mm-hmm. like oh this is dope. it's mm-hmm. about to be on and then within 20 minutes i saw the news that there's gonna be no bars on this album then this was all like uh What's it called? Im- improvisational flute playing, mm-hmm. basically.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: And I, think I saw the track list, which was also uh, crazy. Mm-hmm. And I've I've heard the comments and things about it. Um, I'll be honest with you. I'm a you know you know I'm a hip hop person. I love uh, Three Stacks. I think he's top five. Mm-hmm. You know all time. Um, I haven't listened to it. Really? I I, I I haven't listened to it. I I feel like it is music for a specific mode or mood mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. maybe I do need maybe I'm I, this is a mental health break yeah music maybe yeah, it's, yeah. It's the time but uh yeah, I wasn't I ain't know how to feel about that but uh, I hear people upset because you know we've been waiting for Andre 3000 album. he's mm-hmm. never given us a solo album
4: mm-hmm.
3: and we waiting for an album from one of the greatest rappers of all time and what we got has nothing to do with rap not a single bar on it and people are there Are some people that are very disappointed and then there are other people that are you got to let an artist be themselves and i get both sides but i think you guys have heard me say that the one thing that bothers me more than anything else is when somebody who is the best at something just don't want to do it mm-hmm. and if you of the best rappers ever and you just don't want to rap like I, I don't know i was looking forward to some bars and that's not what i got i don't know how you guys feel about it you know We'll start with with Big Brother. I know he's an LL Cool J fan. I don't know how that connects, but I just felt like mentioning.
2: I
1: crush it like a jelly bean.
2: <laughs> yeah, no, I laughed when I, <laughs> I was like, "What?" <laughs> but and then I was like, "All right." But this is one thing I'm starting to love about our show is that we get homework. Sometimes we get homework. It's like, "Yo, you got to go look at it, or you got to go listen to it, or you got to read the story." Right. So I was like, "All right, Jay doesn't want to do this," so I said, like, "Let me make sure I'm ready." So I sampled some of it and I was just like, I'm, I'm expecting the usual flute, you know, like classical flute type thing, but it's like this, so I forgot the name of the flute, but I understand the music. It's like kinda, at least in my opinion, euphoric and everything like that. And I saw his interview that he did with GQ magazine I watched it. I watched a clip on YouTube, and when he explained how he got to this point that he wanted to do this, I was like, "All right," and then I can see, I can make the connection between the music, the evolution, and thinking like, "Why are we boxing him in? We always saying people need to grow, they need to evolve." And it's like, yeah, I'm great at this, but I also evolved into this. So I understand it. I can appreciate it from an evolution standpoint. Sometimes I don't understand the actual flute sound, but I can understand from his music, I guess, where he's at in life. Because he even, in that interview, he did the interview from a laundromat that he actually goes to to do his laundry in California. So I was like, oh, so he just really deconstructed himself from what I can see but yeah it was if it was anybody else I wouldn't have put that we might not put that much emphasis on oh why is he playing the flute but I can kind of see where he's evolved to and I can appreciate it from his evolution standpoint and for him to say you know what I'm just going to break out and just do something new. Because I kind of look at then we do the same thing to Lauren Hill when she came out with the second album, opposed to that miseducation of Lauren when she said, No, nah, I'm going to sit down with this guitar and y'all going to listen to my stories. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, it was, I think everyone should take a listen to it in a moment. You, you ain't got to like digest it all at one time, but take a listen to it. You might find one or two tracks, like, you know what? I can either, and you're a tea drinker, you might be able to sit and be able to drink. Like, you know what? I can just relax to this. J-Dot is laughing. He's like, shut up. I'm, I already yeah. told you I don't want to like it. <laughs>
3: what, I, what I'm about to say is, uh, yeah, fuck all of that. Basically, uh, <laughs> I, I have never bought an improvisational flute jazz album in my life. And I'm not about to just be like, oh, because it's three stacks. I'm about to check out some, some improvisational woodwind flute playing or something like that. Like, well, you do
2: have a birthday coming up, so we can send it to you. It's it's so entitled. I got listen to it
3: right now. And maybe I will after this episode. I need some serenity, something, and I'll just go listen to some flute playing. But no, in the in the Lauren, at least Lauren, she was still singing. She wasn't maybe singing in the way that we were accustomed to hearing her singing. It was almost folk music
2: type thing. I love that. Uh but um, weren't you waiting for the chorus or the bridge? It was was, just like But uh, just like the
3: water is probably from that album, is probably one of, I wake up to that song. Just like the water from a uh, Lauren Hill on that Unplug album. So this this was just a complete departure for me. And and again, I do like you said, I appreciate a person's personal evolution and an artist' uh, artistic evolution. But I just I I I cry for like hip hop. Like I want hip hop to evolve, and it seems like all of the best people at doing it don't want to do it. Like, Drake wants to sing. J. Cole will be singing a lot on his album. Kendrick Lamar wants to sing. Everybody wants to do something other than rap. And it's like, if the best people don't want to continue doing it at a high level, the evolution we're going to get is the evolution we're seeing. Like, another Lil Yachty album. Who asked for that? But anyway, uh, I'm a... Joe, what do you think about uh, Three Stacks dropping a flute out?
0: I like it. I mean, you know what I mean? I... I like that kind of it's stuff. Like good camping music. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I smoke a cigar, have some whiskey with it. Uh, it's relaxing. I, I think, I, mean, I don't know. I don't know what it is to be famous and rich and popular and be the best rapper ever and all everything that comes with that. Uh, but I think uh, sometimes it's tough, right, when you're in the spotlight. And I believe this, you probably did this to just, Come down, you know what I mean? To come down to earth. Maybe he's tired of all the noise and he just wanted to listen to somebody, you know, make something more peaceful or something. I don't know. I mean, if I was an artist, I'll be doing all kinds of crazy shit. You know what I mean? I mean, you name it, flutes or no flutes or farting on buckets. I mean, I don't know. Whatever. I would, you know, you could do whatever you want when you're up there already. You know what I mean? Just give it a chance, give it a try. I'm already rich, I'm already famous. Who gives a shit? I'm just gonna do it. And i don't know i mean I, I like it i'm it's weird right it's kind of like tupac coming out with like a flute you know something with a flute that would be weird you know it's just but i mean it it, it is what it is you know what i mean i mean, I mean it's, it's different it's different but, i mean it's okay i guess you know I, I mean i liked it i was listening to i didn't do a whole lot of homework i was i was all doing all kinds of shit this last couple of weeks um but I listened to a little bit right now and I was like, man, pretty relaxing and calming. I was actually like dozing off while I was like reading it and stuff. I was like, holy shit, this thing is something else, but it sounds good. I mean, yeah. gotta speed it up
3: before we lose Joe. He's not gonna- <laughs> 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 really, before, you, before you answer the question, really, I want you to, uh, if you could note the time, we need to. Get a sound clip of uh Joe talking about farting and buckets or whatever. <laughs>
4: you're talking about. Yeah. Oh, we get that recorded.
1: Yeah, about the 36-minute mark. Yeah. <laughs> but what, what are your thoughts on this?
3: As as a hip hop fan.
1: I'm like you. I didn't know. Three o'clock in the morning, I'm just downloading new music. I didn't know no, I didn't know shit about no flute. I swear. You know what I'm saying? Like I was like, oh, three stacks. Cool. Download that. Download E40, uh, Cali Grove. I'm just downloading new music. Get to work. And I'm sitting there and I'm like, dude, this is gonna be like the longest damn intro I've ever heard. You waiting for the beat drop. <laughs> I thought I was in the scene of Pooty Tang. You remember, they were sitting there waiting. Well, they wasn't waiting, but he was singing, and they can hear, only they can hear what the hell he was saying. I thought I was in Ponytang, and then when I heard the flute, I'm looking around for birds in the warehouse because I thought, I didn't know what was going on. I didn't. Until I started looking at the actual album, I was like, oh, this is a flute album. I thought I had downloaded like the instru- the instrument. Well, it is an instrumental, and so, but you know how they have instrumental uh, versions, and then they have the chorus, you know, versions. But once I got through the ten minute and the fifteen minute song, <laughs> I liked it. I did. I like. I did. I wish I didn't listen to it at work. Okay, it, it's not. It 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 is not something that i will listen to at work if i'm at home chilling if i'm at a japanese uh tea house with waterfalls playing chinese checkers or japanese checkers then yeah it it it's not a bad album it's a good album but there are times when i'm like okay the beat just drop he's about to he's about to drop something and it never comes it just, it never comes, but I thought it was good. I think it's dope seeing people have some type of evolution about themselves. They don't stay in the same pocket, you know, um, uh, it's growth. And on something that I seen, he, he's like, I don't have anything to talk about, so I'm not going to wrap anything. That that's that that was that was his reasoning why he did why the album came out the way that it did. He's like, I just don't have anything to talk about. And I I kind I kind of get that, you know, as a writer. Someone well, not I'm not a writer, but I'm saying someone that that writes their own stuff. I can see someone running out of shit to say, and then you don't want to keep repeating the same stuff that's already out there.
3: No, that, that's that all makes sense, and uh, I'm gonna give it a listen at some point. It's just like I said, we we wouldn't even be discussing this if mm-hmm. it wasn't Andre 3000,
1: right? Like
3: this, nobody, none of us was like, "Hey man, check out this new flute album I got." Nice, know mm-hmm. it's check out this new Andre 3000 flute album I got, and uh, I will give him that. That like before I heard the album, the interviews were already out. It wasn't as if he tried to, you know, pull a bait and switch on us, right? And give right. us out. And you like what the hell is this? Now he told you exactly what it was going to be, and that appears to be what it is. Um, but it is. I mean, I think he does have to somewhat understand that there's going to be a level of disappointment
4: mm-hmm. from
3: the yeah. hip hop community. We high. We hold him in such high regard, and we we want the music. And I you know, and it's not our right. I, again, like, maybe this goes back to the entitlement thing. Like we feel entitled. A mm-hmm.
4: uh...
3: certain kind of music from him. Yeah. And we're not getting what we feel like we are, we, we are entitled to. And uh, and it's completely within his rights to do whatever he wants to do. But, uh,
1: yeah, I don't know. I, I am disappointed. But So I, I do got questions for you, though, J-Dot. Uh, <laughs> One, how do you think that concert will go? <laughs> it's got to be at a Starbucks
3: or something <laughs> like that. Like, okay. <laughs> You're not doing no arena tours. With the flute, man, you, you got to find coffee shops and dispensaries. I could, I could imagine uh, being high, listening to that might be an experience.
1: But they he, can hit up dispensaries. He he may headline a jazz festival, festival.
3: That that can happen
1: because he 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 put a, he put, um I listened to it on Spotify. He actually put together his playlist of like his favorite jazz songs and artists. So this can be a different venue for him. I mean, not saying that he's doing it for the money, but there is money in jazz.
2: Yes, it is.
1: And they do have jazz festivals. So, I mean, who's to say? I mean, who's to say that he still couldn't do like a um, a feature? I mean, maybe he'd do a feature with, with Kendrick. Kendrick. Kendrick's rapping and then Andre's doing the flute. As, as- I think
3: Lupe Lupe has already said he plans on yeah doing something with the music. Mm-hmm. We'll see what I mean. I, and, but I don't want Lupe bars over Andre 3000 flute. <laughs> right. I <you> know, <laughs> want to hear Andre 3000 rap. And I understand he has nothing to talk about or he feels he has nothing to talk about. But that's one of the beautiful things about hip hop is that you can rap about anything. Mm-hmm. Just sitting, and I just sitting and, and listen to that uh russ santiago album and i've been you know a huge proponent of it because here's a rapper rapping about you know things that you don't necessarily expect to hear from a rapper and and, and things that are going on with an adult as an adult gets older and starts learning figuring things out about him so i'm sure there's some things that happen on this journey to flute playing that would make for dope rap song Mm -hmm. but
1: if you don't want to do that don't want to do that that's only you know that's cool so let me ask you this, and I let I ask this be for everybody. Where, where do y'all feel this would put him at as an overall artist? Because a lot of hip hoppers, the rappers, the 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 different tour different tiers, they say, Hey, I'm an artist. I'm not a rapper, I'm an artist. So where do you feel this put him at as an artist? Yeah,
3: I mean, I, again, I haven't listened to it yet, so I can't rank him on the top flute players of all time. Right, right, uh, right. It <laughs> doesn't change anything for me in terms of you know his place in hip hop. It mm-hmm. doesn't change anything. I mean, he still three He still has done what he's done and, and contributed, <clears throat> contributed, and I still think he's capable of you know. Whatever, whatever it is he wants to do, um, so he'll always be a dope artist to me, one way or another. I can't, I can't make a determination on where he ranks in jazz or anything like that. But uh, kudos to Three Stacks for mm-hmm. living your dream or whatever it is you're doing. See, th- <laughs> I, happy full, brother. Happy I think,
1: full. I think Three Stacks doing this reminds me of when Queen Latifah came out with her jazz albums.
2: Oh, yeah, I forgot
1: she got one. Oh, yeah, you see? No, she did two. <laughs> she had two of yeah, them. She, she, tw- she did like a part one or part two, and a part two. Y'all don't, y'all not Yeah, I, don't, I don't, <laughs> got nothing I just that remember. one? I, I just <laughs> remember. <laughs> really, I didn't so listen to
3: so me. There was no part of me that was like, you know what I want to hear? I want to hear Queen Latifah do jazz. Right. No, I, what I want to hear is Queen Latifah rap, and right. that's just what it is. Right. right. Oh, I'm sorry.
1: Okay, I got you. <laughs> yeah, right.
3: If you want to hear me do more of this, y'all should tune in to the All on the Table Happy Hour <laughs> Tuesday nights, 8 to 10 p.m. I am the hip hop troll living under the bridge that's
2: angry about everything. So, hey, no, and hey, you, what's up? Go you ahead. should watch the clip. No, I was going to say Jay Dodd should watch the, uh, the clip of uh, Leslie Jones going off when she found out it was a flute album because this, this is what this reminded me of. Yeah. She was mad that it was a flute album. <laughs> She said, "This is not what we wanted." Yeah, that's, that's
3: that entitlement,
2: big brother. We,
3: hey, we but feel entitled from them, and we ain't get it.
1: Did did y'all see the um the thing that Erica Badu wrote? Said mm-hmm. that <laughs> said y'all niggas don't deserve words. Said Andre three thousand. He didn't really say it, but that's what she said. It was funny. It was funny. It was, fun. it was funny. funny. Yeah. So. All right, moving on, Joe. Wake him up. I'm,
0: I'm I'm right here. I'm right here. I was listening to the to the album. Oh, Joe, it's not working. Now we hear you. We got you. Oh, it works. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay.
1: What are you watching, my brother?
3: Yeah, he is tired. He They're is watching
0: <laughs> the Wolf of Wall Street. And and let me tell you why I decided to pick this movie because I know it's gonna be. You know, I was thinking about it. And I was like, what movie should I go with? because this show we have, um, you know, we talk about mental health, we talk about leadership, we talk about what it means to be an alpha male, you know, all that stuff, right? And this movie has everything in it, from drugs to alpha male, to money, to mental health, relationships. Um, I wanna start with uh, let me start with Will. What did you think about it, Will? What you get out of it?
1: I'm sorry, i am left that Big Brother's facial expressions <laughs> the way that you <laughs> <he> was because pretty... <laughs> I watched the movie. <sighs> okay, it was a good movie. It was it, it was it's still a great movie. Uh, I forgot it was three hours long <laughs> of a good movie, but. It was a good movie. Uh, <laughs> I was wondering why you chose this movie. Now, once you did your rundown of the mental health, the drug abuse, Alpha. Uh, yeah, I, I, I see what you're saying. Uh <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's What, you know, what money... You know what money makes you do sometimes. You know what I mean when you're when you're up high, that mm-hmm. up high, you just start letting loose. And what's crazy is this is a true story.
1: Yeah, yeah. Do <laughs> So do you think? I'm guessing. Oh, okay. So look, so, what do you think the downfall was for him?
0: definitely um i will say definitely the sidekick um the uh the you John, know if
1: you're jonah hills jonah's heel
0: character i think his i think he'd be you know you have to surround yourself with good people you know and uh these guys just started to get wild and he started to just bring people in that were wild you know because you gotta remember that part where they're doing drugs in the bathroom where he met him hmm you know so i mean it just takes off from there and uh you start making money influences you know women and you start getting wild and that's your downfall man and you're you know your family your your family life goes away uh you make all that noise and i mean some of the shit that he was doing wasn't i mean it was it was something he wasn't supposed to be doing with those penny stocks and all that stuff i mean mm-hmm. you know, basically tricking people um but See, he, I mean, he made a fortune, you know what I mean. And I mean, the guy's out there reading books and he's like a uh, doing seminars now or some shit like that. Yeah. But uh, I mean, that's America.
1: <laughs> See, when, when when I seen that scene when they was um, smoking crack <laughs> in the, <laughs> at the at the bar, and it was at that point, I was like. Cause I was, I was like I said, I was trying to figure out why, why did Joe pick this movie? And I was like, is he trying to say that he wants to smoke crack with me in the back of a bar <laughs> and see and see what happens? Is that is that is that what he's trying to like say? Or I, I wasn't sure, Joe, but but at the same time, yeah, it it, it was it, Joe. Where is your pause button? <laughs> oh, hold on, hold on. Ah oh, shit,
0: it was here uh, somewhere. I don't know can't press my is it, it's not censored oh, that's the wrong one yeah, I don't know what it was here. I had it yeah I don't it, know what that but
1: it it was a good movie it's It's definitely a good example of how as quickly as you can rise the the quicker you you can fall
4: mm-hmm.
1: and nothing 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 is guaranteed outside of that i mean that that's all I really got out of the movie it, it was it was a very entertaining and wild story i i think some of that stuff in the movie was stretched a bit mm-hmm. you know just for um movie purposes yeah but yeah it it was a good movie that that that's that's my take on it
0: what about you j dot what do you think about that what you get out of that movie i mean you didn't have to get anything out of it but I mean what did you what did you notice what did you think of it I'm waiting I've been waiting patiently for my moment
3: to talk about this movie uh, gonna burn down. <laughs> I'm gonna burn this motherfucker down anyway. <laughs> I want that to be his tagline <laughs> no, no, I uh first off I find white people to be fascinating so I enjoy uh watching these movies and learning about the subcultures um within that group but what i took away from it was that you know this is another i had to find the J Don flan you know spin on this thing uh so i had to try i might be reaching but here we go but what i what i took away from it is this movie to me is very similar to american gangster and i don't know if you've seen american gangster the 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 uh what i can't think of his name frank whatever hey, frank, lucas. frank lucas there we go frank lucas and in that story they showed a man you know doing illegal things rising to power and then they showed the downfall. But the hero of that movie is the cop that took him down. Here we have this movie where a man was doing illegal things, rising to power, drugs, all kinds of... I mean, you can only imagine the people who got hurt on his way up. We I mean, you know when he's tricking people out of their money and they're losing large amounts of money. Um, and at the end of the day, I think the hero of the movie, the person you're rooting for is him,
4: <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like that's how the that's how the two things get portrayed. Yeah. You know, I think they talk about, you know, i you know, they talk about you know black people in terms of the crimes we commit and the things like that, you know, and 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 it's it's always portrayed a little bit differently. Like here's a true story about somebody who did some horrible things to people, made a lot of money doing it, did some other illegal things, party. I mean, they we're showing the party scenes like like this is fun, not that these are a whole bunch of people you know, doing coke, which is highly illegal, you know, but, uh, that's, that's kind of what I took away from it. Like I walked away from it a little angry, like, uh, you know, why, why can we do like slightly comedic films about their crimes and our crimes are like, you know, the dramatize, look how violent and, and, uh, and hostile they are. Look how, you know, look how much of a detriment to society they are, you know, but when we talk about these things, it's kind of, it was funny. You know, they snorting lines off somebody's ass, and, and we laugh.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: You know, but uh, not to be a downer, uh, <laughs> I did <laughs> not to take the mood down. I'm sorry. No, uh, you fine. Yeah, I, I find uh, I find white people fascinating, and uh, it was another. I can add that to my list of you know movies I've watched where I, I get to study, you know, how they act and what they do. And uh, thank you, Joe. Thank you. I appreciate you. Welcome. You're welcome.
1: Well, no? Big
0: Brother, I know you're gonna come out with some. Something the whole movie <laughs> was bad.
2: <laughs> bring us, bring us back, bring us back.
0: <laughs> what did you? What wait, wait. You he said,
2: "I know you're gonna come out with the Oh, this movie was bad. <laughs> what did you? Uh, what did you think about the Wolf of Wall Street, Big People Brother? have listeners thinking I'm the fun police? <laughs> like, oh, here come the fun police, y'all! Everybody, stop having fun.
4: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: but I think J. dot makes a good point, where it's like. When we have a crime movie, it's showing like, oh, look at all these lives they destroyed. And then this, when I looked at this, I was like, I was like, how long is this movie? I was like, all right. One, I was wondering, how did he not just drop dead from doing that much coke? Two, where'd you get this crack from? <laughs> just randomly got cracked. And just the whole movie just showed me because. During the pandemic, watching a lot of documentaries, especially some about the 80s and how it was about the decade of decadence and money and all this type of stuff, it just showed me all the loopholes that people, certain people have to build fraudulent companies that just rob people and they get to live in this excess. And then when it's time for him to pay whatever consequences they were going to try to make him pay, he goes to this little cushy jail and gets out. And like you said... Now he's doing seminars and people are still going to these seminars. So what I got from this movie is if you set yourself up and you're a certain type, you will have access to certain things. And if you have to pay a penalty, it won't be but so severe. But like everyone, like J-Dot was saying, I'm sure some of these people, because didn't the cousin die from like a heart attack out of nowhere and just drop dead? his wife left him, he kidnapped the baby and almost killed the kid in the car and everything like that, but all that was just glanced over. To me, I was just like... There was a baby? There. there was a baby I the mean, little, the little toddler girl. Remember, he put her in the car he's like, you're not taking my baby. Oh, okay. Oh, cur- like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then... Not
1: a- <laughs> did you watch the movie with... I did. did you, you said... To- I, I'm... You're talking about his like daughter. Off,
4: like, a baby. Yeah, yeah, but I'm
1: like, I'm like, who in the hell took off down the street with the baby? Okay, I, yeah. Yeah, I was like.
2: And who gets to cuss cops out like that every chance they get mm-hmm. and not be White taken people. to jail? White yeah. people. But, that, but you know what part was funny? <laughs> if it really did happen in their life. When that yacht got caught in that storm.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah, so that part right there. But yeah it was just crazy all those all those drugs and they never even got busted for drugs and who is having sex in the office like that yeah. like I'm like what era is it that you can smoke at your job drink at your job and have sex at your job but yeah I mean it was it was Hollywood entertaining but I think jdi made a very strong point when it's us who come up in illegal ways is given to us in a different way but when it's th- them is shown to us like ha ha ain't it funny and now he still get to go sell books yeah
0: yeah i like all your guys' responses i think what i um i mean i get all that what i what i picked out out of it since I, since the moment i saw this movie is i've always wondered how many people how many people did this scams or whatever and they're living really nice right now their family their kids their grandchildren you know what i mean all these these people that that got away with it with all this trickery that happens you know what i mean there's tons of it and and that's kind of where, where when i saw it the first time i was like yeah it's entertaining there's all kinds of weird shit going on but it's like man how many people got away with it you know how much trickery there was involved from other people that they just got away with it now their whole family set for life right somebody told me once uh somebody made a rude comment. I don't care who the hell it was, but we were at work and they're saying that white people, you know, we have it was I think it was a coworker. Uh we have, you know, we we come from money. And it's like, "No. You motherfuckers enslaved everybody, and everybody that had money was white. So we don't get anything." And I'm like, "That's how that shit works. It's not that you came from money, is that you know, you guys did all your trickery and took over everything." You know what I mean? So that's why black people, Mexican people, Native people—that's why we don't have money. We don't have we don't have empires that lead back to farming from 1930. You know what I mean? We don't have that yeah. shit. And not you know
3: only I mean? did they, they build those fortunes off the backs of other people, but when those yeah. other groups started doing things yeah. themselves and trying to build themselves up, they tore those things down too. Mm-hmm. So they not only built it off our backs, but then they made sure we couldn't get back up.
1: Yeah.
2: Yep. Yeah.
3: Trickery. Yeah.
1: There is
2: a oh. we build it. They built we build it. They come to come to the towns and burn it down. You know how many <clears throat> black and Mexican businesses done got burnt down because, like, oh no, 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 no. Yeah. Oh, and then yeah. you start and then the people are starting from scratch again. Yeah.
3: Mm-hmm. Get them, Will. Not being allowed to own <laughs> them. <laughs> Not being that allowed to be a property <laughs> places where it could be an investment. You know, they,
1: they kept yeah, exactly.
3: us certain places where there could be any sort of generational wealth to pass down.
1: Oh, uh, you want you you want me to talk about Rosewood? You want me to talk about Get Will. Tulsa? Get them, Black like Wall Street. Hmm? You want want me to talk about all those black counties that's actually on the water? That's a lake right now.
4: Hmm? Get them. Grab your stone,
0: Get a stone. Joe. Get, get, the stone. Get, the, get the purity stone or whatever. <laughs> Peace. I, uh,
1: I was uh I was actually gonna uh kind of throw in the there's a documentary out. Uh, it's on Netflix, I can't remember what it is, but y'all remember the um was it twenty eleven when we had the big financial file? Twenty mm-hmm. 20- mm-hmm. That's basically the same thing that happened. A lot of that was from Wall Street, from the stocks and people. That it, it, you know, it's what what he did is the same thing that they've been doing for hundreds of years on Wall Street. It's just that at some point, the financial uh, thing, it, 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 the barrier breaks, and then that you know, that that's how they end up getting caught. So, but there is a documentary. I had to look it up. I didn't think about it. I think it actually came out, like, before the movie did. Before Wolf of Wall Street. That, that was...
3: New American Gangster over as a comedy. I'm going to switch it up. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure Frank Lucas was a charismatic, funny individual, and that just didn't get displayed at all in that movie.
1: So, have you read that um, book? I have not. It's a pretty good book. Pretty good book. Supposedly, he, um, he... Hitchhike from North Carolina through Kentucky all the way up to New York when he was 13 years old.
3: Yeah, see, I'm gonna, do, I'm gonna flip it as a pulling yourself up from your own bootstrap story. Mm-hmm. It's an American uh, success tale. Like, ain't that? We, we can flip this one too. I'm
2: gonna mm-hmm. I'm be. You gotta give him a funny sidekick. There you go. Yeah.
1: That smokes yeah. crack.
2: <laughs> yeah, one of his uh, <laughs> <bad> one <that laughs> <smoked> crack. Exactly, <laughs> Will. Can you imagine what? smoking crack in a black movie well that's what
1: they do that's what they yeah i i because
2: w- <laughs> i, I gotta admit when he pulled the crack pipe out i was like crack
1: yeah, <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> will is done look at will Fish, like
3: I'm
0: i told done. you this is gonna be a good topic for a movie you need get
3: all the stones Will. all
1: the stones yeah I need, I need all the stones uh <laughs> And if
2: they it took, what was those pills called again? Ludes. Quaaludes. One more of those ludes. ludes.
1: Yeah, Quaaludes.
2: Quaaludes, yeah.
1: Yep. Yeah. Yeah, get those lemons. We know who went down for that. Yeah. Mm. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yes, we do. Yeah. All right. Anything else we got um, on this, um, Joe?
0: I'm good. Good, bro. Man, yeah, this was fun. Pig, it was crazy and <laughs> yeah. informative, and at the same time, fun. But people that are gonna listen to this are gonna look at the movie a different way from now on. I just want to say, I
3: love all people, I have no, no, no quarrel or no beef with anyone because of their ethnicity. I just I'm just point things out. That's it.
2: <laughs> I know I'm a <laughs> after <this one> <laughs> At least I'm But, I after, you made, but after you made your down. comment, it was like, yeah, they did. Pro- Portray it that way, like ha ha ha. Yeah. Well
1: they, they they set it up as they set it up as a comedy movie. Yeah. It wasn't like it was like a a, a bio a biopic. It was like a comedy, a comedy movie. That's how that's how they you no know, uh sold it. So all right, big brother. Are you gonna yeah. help are you gonna um help us financially get out our relationships? Is this is this what this segment is about? Making less in the relationship?
2: Will always thinks I got like an alter. <laughs> 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 Joe already called me the fumble. Oh, here he comes. <laughs> no, nah, so um I saw this movie called You Pay for It. And it just got me to thinking. Where just a real quick, they both work at this financial firm and he thinks he's going to get promoted, and
3: I saw that same movie.
1: Did you see it?
3: In the same movie.
1: It's gross. Is it on Tubi? No. Oh. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Tubi going to do a movie about it. <laughs> anyway, so they were engaged, and you know when you work together, you can't be dating and engaged and everything. So long story short, she winds up getting promoted over him and i guess this kind of into the theme of entitlement she becomes his ball starts making buku money and he just starts to lose his mind over this and then even to the point where she comes home and her bonus checks falls out of her out of her purse and this thing is like for $75,000 so the question to the group is could you handle your partner making Extremely more than you, not just like 10 or 20,000. I'm talking about maybe like an extra $100,000 more than you, $200,000 more than you, where they can buy and, you know, they got your salary in like a month. So I'm going to throw this to, let's go with J. Dot. J. Dot. If she is making way more than you, how are you feeling about it? Could you handle You saw the movie. Do you think you could handle it? I've been shooting my shot at Oprah
3: for years now, <laughs> mm. and I'm saying nine billion. Yeah, I could I could be a kept kept man. You know, I, it's about my current situation. Um, the woman that I'm with makes more than I do. We're not talking hundred grand or anything like that, but she definitely brings home more than I do, and um, I think it, it 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 takes some pressure off of me. Like I know. I don't need to be, because sometimes as a man, you could fall into that trap of um, trying to impress people financially or what you can do with money. And I don't, I don't have that concern in this situation, because there's nothing that I can do uh, that she can't. And then I, you know, and then a lot of times I, we, she and I have these conversations all the time. And you know, for a lot of men, we are only Chris Rock said it best: like we are only loved as much as we can provide. You know, so it's you're either a provider or you're a protector or something. But if you're not loved for who you are, you're loved for what you can do. And so um, I think you have to be a man that understands your value outside of those things or what I provide to a person that's not monetary or not, you know, whatever. For some dudes, it's going to be strictly physical. They know what they're there for. You know what they're getting paid to do, and that's what they do. But um, I think you got you to know your value. But if you know your value in that place you know that you love you know how to love a person properly and you bring that to them you bring them their peace or you bring them a um a place of comfort or security you know when they come home then you 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 can be comfortable in that situation knowing that even though I'm not the breadwinner I'm not she doesn't need me financially there are places where I'm needed and you know and I show that work so I think I could definitely do it like I said Oprah you
2: know if you are looking
3: yeah I mean I'm around I'm I'm not hard to find I'm on a lot of
2: so if, if you all are out to dinner and the bill comes and she's like, nah, put that away. You you, you know, you know, I can afford this. Something like that. Hey, Something I'm like that. I'm putting out tonight. I know for sure. <laughs> I got you. Yeah. You're going to get your money's worth tonight. Mm-hmm. Appreciate it. <laughs> Joe, you up next. So your wife is bringing home four hundred, five hundred thousand dollars $500,000 more than you. How are you handling it?
0: Yeah, I'm, you know, you know, we want to hear something funny is we were, we were, uh, last week, my wife was watching the the last season or whatever the heck it was, of the Kardashians, and, yeah. uh, you know, and I was like, some of these dudes are like, you know, they're just kind of there just to, you know, be around the money, you know, and she's like, would you be okay to be with somebody that rich? Hell yeah, you know what I mean? I, I wouldn't have <laughs> no problem hanging out just go go ram wherever you want to ram make me a podcast room and a thing and just leave (laughs) me leave me in peace you know what i mean and give me some money but yeah i mean i wouldn't have any problem my wife having uh more money the only thing that i would have a problem with is if she starts throwing it on my face uh calling me making me less making me feel less or uh in that kind of way, right? Making little comments like, Well, I bought it, you know, shit like that. That would But you that would know that good. happening. Yeah. And and that's what I mean, you know. I, I mean, I make I make way more money than my wife by twice. You know what I mean? And I would never say that to her because I because that would just make her feel bad. And and I hope that if my wife made what I made, I hope that she was the same way towards me. You know what i mean because i know that i make way more money than her and if i was to say well you know i you know if i do that i'm sure i'm sure she would you know her feelings would be hurt and she'll be like why are you treating me like i'm less because i make less money than you so you know what i mean so yeah i mean as long as there's respect and you know you understand that you can hurt other people by you know because you can degrade somebody you can make them feel bad you know like you're not. You're not enough just because you don't make this much money. You're not equal as me, and we're all equal. Just, you know, somebody just makes a little bit more money than others. Sometimes, you know what I mean. And sometimes it switches around.
2: Well, hmm. Fee is making five hundred thousand dollars more than you.
3: Mm-hmm. The number
2: keeps going up. It's getting. <laughs> <laughs> I like. She got two cu- <laughs> she got two cars she got you a car
1: mm-hmm.
2: how you feeling
1: i am feeling blessed to have a very successful black woman in today's america that's a, i'm feeling pretty well i'm feeling pretty good about myself i'm gonna tell you it now <laughs>
2: so no problem with it
1: Nah, i don't no i don't have a problem with it I think the problem that I have or would have is that the fact that it will become a conversation because if we're in the, if, you know, the if we're in this relationship as a couple, as one, as a unit, then that should never really be a discussion. You know what I mean? So if you know, I ain't got it, but you got, but you got me, and then if I know that you ain't got it and you know that I got you, what's understood don't need to be discussed. You know what I mean? So, but it's, you know, I'm a, I agree with Joe said. I mean, the only time it would really be an issue if she makes me feel less than a, of a man. So then the question is, What is it that's making me feel less of a man? Is it because she is making more money than me, or is the fact that she's throwing it in my face and there's nothing I can do about it, but accept it. So how much of a man do I have to be to be like, yeah, she yeah, you're right. Everything you saying is right. There's nothing I can do about it. (laughs) You are paying the car note. You are paying the mortgage. You know, so what there's nothing I can there's nothing for me to I can't. I don't have a good comeback. The only thing I can do is hope. As what Jada said, I blow the back out. <laughs> you want some juice? <laughs> want some juice. <laughs> you want some juice? And juice, right yeah. We'll yeah, juice? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You want, you know what I'm saying? I mean, what 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 you want me to cook? And hell, I I mean, I'm doing that now. I'm cooking and cleaning. I mean, we 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 sharing the, the stuff now. So I don't know what okay. I don't I don't know what would be different other than that we would be more comfortable.
3: I okay. say this though, Big Brother, I'm 100 down with it. No problems.
1: Mm-hmm. She's still not proposing. <laughs> <laughs> I don't but care. She, she, she might have paid for the ring. I don't care. Hey, but 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 what if it's like one of those triple platinum rings that she just like? Who hey? She proposed to you. You're gonna be like now, nah. because you know what. Whatever she, whatever she proposes to you in ring fashion, you know that you're not gonna be able to cover that. <laughs> <laughs> Before I propose, I'm have to say, like, "Hey,
3: baby, I need to." I need to. I need a whole on of you know fifteen, twenty grand. You know, 15, yeah.
1: Don't worry, don't ask a lot of questions. Just I'll hand it over. So you're gonna you gonna, gonna save
2: up your allowance it's that gonna say, you,
1: you're gonna save up your yeah. allowance. Yeah. That, that, yeah. So you're gonna use her money to buy her ring that she gave you. No, I'm giving the <laughs> ring, this is how this works.
3: I'm giving the ring. <laughs> he is the receiver in every aspect of this
2: relationship other than financial.
1: I got you. Yeah, Yeah. I don't yeah, I now, I don't I don't have a problem with either, big brother.
2: Yeah, no, I wouldn't have a problem with it. But it was like, when I was watching this movie, this guy, he was losing it. And well, Jada, you saw it. I was like, this guy's losing his mind. And this girl, she's like, yo, this is ours. We're going to build together. So that's why I wanted to po- you know, bring it up to us, like, how you feel. So like, if anyone's listening, who's, you know, with someone that's making more, maybe this will help you kind of like diffuse it down. Like, stop looking at it as that, like that way. So that's why I wanted to bring it up to everyone.
3: I didn't want to bring this up. I didn't want to talk about this, but you brought up the movie, and we've both seen it. And I think this needs to be discussed. Very early in the movie. <laughs> I think when they getting engaged or whatever, uh they dip off to the bathroom to have themselves a little intimate moment. And my man decides to go down in the bathroom. Mm-hmm. And when he comes back up, is it brown? His
1: Oh, that's that's even worse.
3: And they kissed and everything afterward. I had I just I can't imagine myself reacting that calmly in such a situation. It it definitely threw me for. It. I didn't want to watch the rest of the movie after that. I don't know how you made it, Big Brother. I I was done with that movie at that point. I thought it was weird, but I just like all right.
2: That's beyond weird. That's uh, <laughs> I thought it was weird. What's this movie called again? you pay for
1: it you pay for it is this like that's on that's right
3: what? j Not right something like that I, I you know i've tried to remove it from my memory cuz it was a you know i had i watched it with the with the with wifey uh, with the woman i'm with right now and uh, oh, wait 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 did you watch it we we did like that. We both watching that hit Netflix hit play at the same time. Yeah, kind of thing it was real. okay. <clears throat> Wait, well, I was just trying to see
2: if, if a visit happened.
1: Oh, <laughs> uh, so so it so it is on Netflix. It's not like a, yeah, it's Netflix. not like one of those BET movies. No, it's not. No,
2: it's on Netflix. It's good though.
3: I had to take a lot of L's for men watching that movie because this was the worst of us. This dude was the worst. Was he black?
2: Wait, J-Dot, what about when the car service came to get her, but he still had to go get on the train? <laughs> that was that was extra. But
3: this dude was, now nah, they, they weren't black. This was a young white couple. I mean, I think the whole blood on the face thing should have told you that, Willie. But.
1: Yeah, but, I mean, they're, they're, we, we do have some trifling ones with, within our tribe, so it's not, yeah. Yeah. Okay. We just don't make <laughs> movies about it. We just don't make movies about it. Hmm. All right. Well, that that was. We ha- we've had some very interesting conversations this evening. <laughs> <laughs> smoking crack, blood on the face, and fart <laughs> drums. Smoke. This is.
2: Thanks, Joe, for the smoking crack.
1: Yeah, smoking crack. Um. So next on the list is. Um, who would you play in? Movie, in a movie. Nah.
2: If if they did a movie about us.
1: Okay, okay. Who
2: would play you? Okay. Who would play you?
1: That was that that was left out on my on my script. So who would
3: play me <laughs> in the movie? Is the question. Uh I'm going to I, I I want Joey Badass to play me in a movie. I don't know if y'all have seen him. He's done a, a little Joey Badass, he's a rapper, but he's done um, some acting recently. Uh, he he got a movie where uh it's like Groundhog Day, but he gets shot by a cop every day. So he keeps oh, waking shit. up after he dies and tries to have the interaction again, and he goes left again, and he gets killed. It's crazy. I think yeah, don't watch. I think don't, don't watch that movie, Willie. I, I'm seeing the the inquisitive look in your eyes. I want you not to watch this movie, Willie. Don't do that to yourself.
2: So. I but, thought Denzel's son would
3: play you. I take that too, big bro. I'm gonna take that as a
2: call. I, I really did. soon when I when when I when the content came together, I said I can see. I can't remember his, his name, but cause he's in ballers too. I said, I can see him play J-Dot. Yep.
3: Yeah, you know what? I, I changed my ass. I'm going with you, big brother. Whatever his name is, Denzel, the dude from uh, the crazy time traveling backwards movie.
1: Oh, Tenet. <laughs> there we go, Tenet. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, what, what about you, big brother? Who, 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 who will play you? Christopher um, Williams. Christopher Williams. <laughs> All I see is your love.
3: And we got a, a whole solo from Will on this episode. <laughs> <laughs>
2: um, I can't remember the guy's name. I think it would be one or two people that they would put in there. Have y'all seen Insecure? Yeah. Heard about it. I would think either Issa's last boyfriend, the one who was like the barber, either him.
1: Oh, the schizo.
2: Come on. But I think automatically minus, I would think they probably get Michael Ealy to play me. I was gonna go Vin Diesel. (laughs) (laughs) That's
0: pretty good. (laughs) Vin Diesel. (gasps) That's funny. Yeah, I never thought about that. Look a little bit like Vin Diesel, big brother.
2: (laughs) Y'all gonna get my streams up. They'll be like, oh, we heard you look like Vin Diesel. We got to find this podcast. Yeah, trickery.
3: This is our Wolf of Wall Street play.
1: Mm. (laughs) Mm. What about you, Joe?
0: Well, fellas. Not a whole lot of Mexican guys out there. In it really is. <laughs> I would have to be the Mexican from Ant Man, you know, Michael Pena. I'll be. My I like guy. him
2: though. I'll be my guy. <laughs> you know, I, I. He was the astronaut too. Yeah,
0: I mean, I, I, I was like Keanu Reeves, but he's white, you know. So I was like, damn, I have no one else. No one else can play it.
3: <clears throat> you
0: know,
1: be the comic relief and in, in your own story. Yeah. So, <laughs> so. Ray Romano No You, you don't Ray no. Ray Romano Huh
2: Don't bring you that know? up
1: again. But, but not because You said Mexicans like uh, what's say <laughs> Italian, Same he thing It's the same thing <laughs> So be.
0: No, I mean it, You know
1: Yeah I guess It could play too What the hell No Michael Mike, Okay Michael <laughs> Pena. Um, I'm going, I'm going I'm going to say Terrence Howard I can see that. I'm say Terrence Howard.
2: Terrence Howard has lost. I thought Jeffrey Wright.
1: Jeffrey Wright. I'd, I'd take Jeffrey Wright before Terrence Howard. See, but I, I would see. No, I Big Brother's more of a Jeffrey White.
4: Hmm.
1: He don't I'm look. I'm stuck with Vin Diesel, man. I got. He don't look Vin like Vin he, Vin he, Vin he. He don't look like he. He can play Martin Luther King.
3: Hmm. I possibly, possibly.
1: Mm-hmm. I, uh, oh, uh, w- w- oh, oh! In Shaft, Peoples, he's in the middle of the street stabbing himself with an ice pick. <laughs> you, you can't, you don't. I mean, I see why, why? Why we had to pick that scene? <laughs>
4: <laughs> right.
1: I don't. I don't right? know. I don't
0: know. I had um. I had a uh, listener tell me the other day that they thought you were Ice Cube,
1: Willie. They thought I was Ice Cube.
0: Yo, is that Ice
1: Cube? I can see that. Well, yeah,
0: and I was like, I'm looking at you right now. I'm like, that's Ice Cube. that's where Wear that. the LA hat.
1: You heard it. <laughs> I was on a. I, was, I did a podcast. I was a guest on somebody's podcast, and one of the people on there said that I resembled Tyler Perry.
4: Huh.
3: That's
1: what I say. I
3: feel like they're trying to say all black people look alike. That's what I feel like. If you can't be Ice Cube and Tyler Perry. It's not it
0: <laughs> but i could see ice
2: cube though
0: yeah i could see ice cube he said when you saw the show like when I, you were we were on that youtube thing mm-hmm. and he's all like damn at first i thought it was ice cube and i was like oh man that's 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 will man shit he's like i could have sworn you know i could have sworn i thought it was ice cube yeah, and I've I've been forgetting to say that hey, this is a long time ago when we had I think what was it episode one hundred? Uh, it was something we were doing on YouTube. It was we your, showed our. Faces. It was a was um,
1: it? yeah, it was your um, one hundred episode. Okay. Prom, uh promo yeah. yeah. All right. Well, I appreciate the compliments. It's the summer of twenty twenty four.
2: The League of Kings podcast, the movie, Ice Cube is with <laughs> John Washington is J Dot. But you Michael know what? As Joe.
1: But what's crazy is like cause, because 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 like some people think Ice Cube is like aggressive and hostile and black militant. So it's like yeah. Just a, oh, wait. I had to think about
3: this the other day. In in my lifetime, I have seen the Ice Cube be a part of NWA, make a song called Natural Born Killers, when he was sitting on a mountain of skulls on the throne. And now he makes family movies, and he was even on Sesame Street not too long ago.
1: Yes, he was. was. Crazy. Yeah.
3: <laughs> These people don't know Ice Cube. <laughs> <laughs> he running a basketball league. This is crazy. Yeah. Ice hey, evolution active on television. Evolution. This is crazy. We living in an upside down world right now. It's crazy. <laughs> Ice
0: Cube. Hey. hey, did you hear about Snoop not smoking weed anymore?
3: Snoop don't smoke weed anymore. What is going on, people?
1: Did you see <laughs> what Daz wrote in the comment? Uh. okay. We're not going.
0: Which about. one? Well,
1: I don't know I mean, if it's real. Twitter, I don't know so. if it's real, so I'm not going to. I'm not going to report it.
3: But my understanding is he's just not smoking weed anymore. He's still using marijuana. He just won't be smoking it.
0: There's a guy in like gummies oh. or something, or.
1: Whatever I don't know. Uh, huh, that's weird. Yeah. All so, right, well, fellas, this was a enlightening episode. This was, you this
4: cube.
1: you got some ice cube queued up? No, I mean I'm still kind of hey, kind of just ask. Well, was this a white person that said this?
0: No, nah. <laughs> Mexican
1: guy. A Mexican guy. Okay. All right. Yeah. I will. I will allow it then. I will. Uh, I will allow like, it. Today was a good day. Yeah, today was. Yep. There you go. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't have any. If I had knew ahead of time, I would have. Sorry. All right. Well. Anyways, great episode, guys. Can't wait to do it again, Joe. Thank you for the movie. Big brother, thank you for. Let's see. Yeah, relationship, relationship, and what else you had? You had something else. I don't know. You had something else, but thank you, big brother. <laughs> thank you, J-Dot, for your three stacks uno- unofficial review of the flute oh, no. of the album. <laughs> <laughs> We're
3: we'll get J- J-Dot a flute for his birthday. <laughs> I missed the assignment. My
1: you are good, man. You are good. All right, y'all. Let them know where, where, where they can find you. Go ahead, J-Dot.
3: Yeah. Uh, what is TWS? The podcast episodes every Monday on all your streaming platforms, and just uh tune in if you haven't downloaded the Opulence Radio app yet. Download it, tune in whenever you want to. I'm there Tuesday nights eight to ten, Friday nights eight to ten. They replay a couple of the shows during d- different times of the week, um, but it's always dope content. So you can tune in any any time, and you'll find something that uh, I think you'll enjoy. So yeah, opulenceradio.com. Check it out,
1: Joe.
0: Yeah, Bold Talk by Joe, and uh, you can listen to my show on Spotify and Apple Podcasts uh, mainly. Um, also on YouTube, if you want to check out. I don't have all, all of them up there. I have a few up there. Um, also, if you, can, uh, if you can all go check us out, the League of Kings on YouTube, and please give us a follow and check us out. And I know we don't have a whole lot of videos right now. We're working on doing some stuff. But, uh, you know, like, uh, like subscribe, share. Uh, we're trying to grow that channel also. And uh, we promise that we're going to have some some pretty cool content, some video stuff that we're working on right now. So
2: check us out. Big Brother. And I'm the resident Big Brother, host of Big Brother Advice Podcast. You can find it on all streaming platforms. New episodes premiere on Thursday motivational encouragement self-help i am the resident big brother
1: i am willie half of the thing about us podcast that i host co-host with my queen fiana where we talk everything relationship you can find us on all streaming platforms as well i decided to take the non-aggressive approach uh this time um but Hey, look. So, look. Check this out. Y'all need to start supporting us. So, so Support black business, okay? Big Brother, J-Dot, both got hoodies, T-shirts, beanie hats, bandanas. J-Dot been trying to take Chef Elise to Disney World for four <laughs> years. This man done did over 600 episodes, and y'all ain't did shit to help him. Big Brother... <laughs> Kings
3: like...
1: <laughs> this, we
3: need to fund this movie.
1: Okay.
3: And these are going to cost a lot. Exactly.
1: Clear a path as I keep on walking. Ain't no stopping in this dirty, filthy, rotten, nasty little world. We call her home. They give Vicky's popping. Ain't no option for my partner. So they resort to scams and robbing. Take away stress. We gone to cop blow it all out. It's all forgotten.
3: We appreciate you tuning in to the League of Kings podcast.
0: Stay connected between episodes on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Good Pods. For extra content, find us on YouTube at the League of Kings podcast
1: and on TikTok at the League of Kings podcast. Until next time, keep exploring society and culture with us.